The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. It's the after show, and uh, we're going to talk about cigars Typically, we finish off the cigar we were smoking after the show, but considering we were smoking such mild cigars earlier in the show, nothing but powerhouses, we had the La Fleur Dominicana Oro 2019 of the TAA, which is a very full-bodied cigar. We smoked the TAA Tatuaje full-bodied cigar after the show. So where do you go from there after you have two strong cigars? We went to, we have Mr. Jonathan Carney, the carnivore, here with us still after the show. Uh, and we're going to have an after show of the after show. I'm not going to actually record it, but you're going to make meat, which is great, steaks and stuff after this. A lot of people don't like chewing noises no. anyway, so we won't subject but them. It's good because stomach's going to get woozy. I'm going to start feeling funny in a little while. Funny, strange, not funny, haha. <laughs> um, what are we smoking here, Jonathan Carney? So we've got the TAA. Tercera edition. The one we smoked earlier was the Segunda, second edition. This is the Tercera edition. It's not uh, not out yet. Uh, these are just the test uh, test blends um, for this blend. This is a six by fifty eight, uh, well six and three quarters by fifty eight box press chisel. Um, it is. Uh, we got two of them up here. We've got the natural version, uh, Nicaraguan sun grown wrapper, Dominican binder and filler, Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper on the Maduro version. And this is the uh, the unique thing about this TA blend is this is what the the only cigar we use Criollo ninety nine in. Uh, so that blend's continuing, different size and shape. Uh, fifty eight ring gauge on this box press chisel shape, so the patented chisel. So uh, we're looking to have this out this year. Uh, definitely retailers are excited about it. Um, the chisel shape and size is, is uh, we were wanted to go with a, when we were creating these, the first edition was a torpedo. And then we went to a Toro size. The tor- Toro size is the number one selling shape in yeah. the planet. Um, and then we wanted to do a big ring gauge. So we were going to do a 60. And then we were sitting there thinking um, in this price point, this is going to retail for around $22 MSRP. We're like in the $20 price range, there's not a lot of six by 60 traditional Vitolas that are smoked round. Um, so we we're like, what would be a unique thing to do with this and something that would be special? So we decided to go with the box press chisel. We're the only ones that can do it. Yeah. Um, so this was, uh, this was the decision that was made on that. And I've smoked a few now. I've had two. This is my third. What's, um, very strong. What's the size on the chapter one in the Capitulo dos? Uh, same exact size. So and same shape. mold. Yep. Same mold as the chapter one in Capitulo two. Um, six and three quarter by by fifty eight in uh, box so, uh, soft box press. I can taste the color of my shoes. It's so strong. <laughs> so you you Ooh. say uh, the pat did shape because I believe it's the only one right that the only person who ever trademarked a shape of a cigar 
Yeah, Lido, it went back to uh, 2006. I believe the patent was granted in 2013 or 14, but it went back to 2006, and he was able to prove that he was the first one to make it. And, uh, and yeah, he's got the U.S. patent and a trademark on the name and the shape, um, and that's recognized mostly across the world. Um, so, yeah, it's really it's a big deal to yeah, do that and, and to, for that to happen. And mm -hmm. you kind of open the door. You know, it's something I thought about and never did for the firecracker because I've been ripped off over the years. And um, it just keeps happening that people rip it off um, to, to do something. But my thought early on was it's impossible. It will never happen. Nobody's ever going to grant somebody that. But it ended up happening. It's yeah, it took him nearly 10 years. I mean, there's some patent pendings. I think like, uh, Acid has one pending on the WAIF. It's a patent pending, but it hasn't been been granted. So yeah, it was a really big accomplishment uh, to to do that, especially in the cigar business with its size and shape. So it's it's a uh, it's an honor to have it. So what we did here is what we were told to do years ago, and I don't know if that was through the Florida Dominican. It was. It was actually okay. an advertisement that we did because I've had people ask me in the past. They said, "Oh, they're like, oh, I can't believe you you." punch on the flat sides of a chisel and you know and not cut it like what would lfd think about that and i always reply to them with the advertisement that we ran that has the chisel uh with a hole punched on the flat sides of it um and sometimes when it's a smaller chisel this one's got some girth at the end the smaller chisel i'll actually punch all the way through and have like essentially a hole okay through but i punched on both flat sides here i think you did too dave and uh, yeah Barry i just did one side. a little more traditional yeah. cut i, I went with the uh, rush limbaugh pinch and, uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh, we never lobbied him for that. Obviously, you know, we hope he's doing well with his, his uh, cancer he's got. Uh, but he was, uh, you know, he's been one of the biggest promoters of our brand over the years because he, he found the chisel and it became, you know, one of his go-to cigars, if not the go-to cigar he has. And uh, no matter what your, you know, political affiliation is or opinions of him in terms of a cigar smoker, he's one of the legendary cigar smokers. Um, and the chisel was one of his one of his go to cigars, and it's been a big part of his program over the years. Well, certainly different sensation, and those that are pipe smokers also. There's Peterson pipes, and a Peterson pipe, the stem has a hole at the very top of it. And what happens? The idea of a Peterson pipe is to when you draw into it, the the flavor rolls to the roof of your mouth is what ends up happening. And if you smoke the same pipe tobacco in a regular pipe and a Peterson pipe, it's a different sensation. Different flavor notes end up happening Well, because it, with it, the same exact tobacco. You essentially burn out the part of your tongue that you use the most, which is the front part. That's where you're going to touch the hottest foods, and the food cools a little bit by the time it gets to the back. So you're more sensitive in the back. It is a myth that you have certain spots on your tongue that are salty and sweet and all that. You have those all over your tongue. But if you can escape the part that you burn out all the time and you can get to the back of your palate, you're going to have more palate engagement. It is it is very different sensation, even even the feel of what happens when you do this. And I've done it every, every way when it comes to a chisel, uh, even the same exact cigar as I'm, as I'm smoking, using my own cutter, uh, I would do at that point that I'm using it with, the, with a single bullet, bullet hole in it. Then later on, add a second bullet hole, try it, there, smoke that for a little bit, then get my guillotine cutter, and then cut it straight, because you can do all three on the same cigar right. as it's going on, and go through the Now, door. have you ever gone after it with a V-cut? No. I, I have before. I've, I've cut it with a V-cut horizontally, and I've mm -hmm. cut it perpendicularly across. And I've cut chisels in probably 10 different ways. There's definitely a, different, a lot of different things you can do with it. I like it. It's something different. Uh, it's a very full-bodied cigar. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. Have you ever done a chisel that isn't as strong? 
We've never, and we, we, we've talked about it internally and we've actually approached Lido with it before. And he's like, he goes, it's the chisel. He goes, it has to be full body. He's like, I, I can't, I goes, I can't bring myself to make a mild chisel. He goes, it's, because when I think that's like chisel, having a that's like having a chisel tool that's made out of soft metal. It's not yeah, going to happen. It's an NC City. When I think the term chisel, and when I you know when we came up with it, you know when he came up with it in the back in the day, he was just chewing on the cigar and it came out of his mouth and he was like, "Hmm, could we do this?" And there he goes. So we went back wow. and made a chisel and put the tobacco in a way that it would draw right. And uh, and yeah, but he's like, when I think chisel, he's like, I think full bodied. And he goes, it has to be. Uh, full body. And when the first one that came out was the double Lee Harrow chisel. It was called the chisel. And on the boxes now, it still says the chisel. And it just has power to it when you think about it. So, yeah, no, we've, we've asked somebody. He's like, nah, I just I can't do that. I can't bring myself to make a mild chisel because it just wouldn't be right. I would like to try it. He could do it just for fun and do it. I, I think if he's like, you know, some of the stuff where sometimes you'll ask him, like, hey, it'd be fun to do this. Can we give it a shot? He'll be like, yeah, 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 sure. And then, like, like hey, what about that mild chisel? Yeah, you know, it will... It, it will you know, we, yeah, it'd be something fun to do. It, it, you know, so he, he plays it off. Where Doesn't want to. Do yeah, it. he's just he can't bring himself to 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 say he even did it because then he'd have to look somebody in the eye and tell him he actually did it once. Because I find it so unique. I enjoy the the difference because it's a very different cigar because it's in a chisel form. But they're too strong for me. I mean, it's just all the chisel chiselito is even stronger than that. I think. Yeah, chiselito is by far the the mix of strength. And flavor intensity combined create one of the fullest bodied cigar experiences I ever had. I don't smoke them that much because I again I tend to smoke more medium bodied. But Chisolito is it's like a Corona yeah. ring gauge forty four ring gauge, and it's just it burns hot. It's aggressive. Um, it's very good flavor profile, and the people that smoke it like it for that strength. Yeah, and I said the same the same reason the people that smoke the chisel like it for that strength. That's what it's become known as. And for a Dominican company to be so on board with full-bodied it was it was always something you'd look at nicaragua right that would be the ones that do it but i'll tell you nobody comes close to what la Flor dominicana does with strength and they're not using nicaraguan tobacco the the craziest thing about um about the strength of it is not when it comes together as just a blend because they are strong as a blend but when you're blending cigars you're smoking samples of just the tobacco so Lito and tony are sitting around five six seven days a week just smoking strong tobacco nonstop. Yeah. Um, so that for me is when we go down to the factory, <laughs> we do a blending thing, a blending seminar. And I always make a Dominican Puro just cause I'm like, I want to use all of our tobaccos that we grew and saw at the farm on the blends I make each year. And um, yeah, it's a laid back version of the tobaccos already. We're already getting good stuff. So was, you, you just pick like 10 good tobacco, four out of 10 good tobaccos and you're going to get a good blend. So the, the, the leg works then before that. So even during that experience, when it's already picked out and I know the tobacco is going to be good when I try it in the little cheroot, I'm like, you guys are doing this a yeah. hundred times more than this with other stronger tobaccos all the time to constantly work blends and make sure they're tasting right. Um, it's, it's, it's challenging. I mean, it's, it's, it definitely takes, you know, when Lito mentioned this, he was on the, the Cigar Journal Light Em Up Lounge that you were on. Yeah. Uh, he and Tony were on there yesterday. And Lido's favorite cigar is that little 2000 number three. It's part of our Cameroon cabinet line now, but it's essentially a little box press Cameroon Corona. So he loves Cameroon. And he said something that was interesting yesterday where he's like, I smoke a lot of full-bodied cigars. He goes, but the first cigar I smoke in the morning is always that Cameroon. 
Then I smoke another cigar. And after I'm done smoking a cigar, he's like, I always naturally go back to that little Cameroon. He goes, so that's what I smoke. It's amazing that he could taste and, it. But it's interesting mm. because Cameroon tends to have a little bit of more sweetness to yeah. it, a little nuttiness. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. He probably naturally got in that uh, you know, pattern of doing that because that cleanses his palate. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, what better to cleanse your palate with than something that's sweet and nutty when you're smoking a lot of full-bodied cigars? So I think naturally for him... It was like, I'm smoking all this full body stuff. So after I'm done smoking full body, I go back and smoke this milder, sweeter cigar. And then I go to a full body again. So it's almost like a palate cleanser, wow. I would think. <laughs> and and how about you? As, as national sales and you're smoking La Flua Dominicana all day, every day, you do smoke other people's cigars because I, I saw you do it today. Yeah. Um, you know, I tend, I tend to be more medium, medium full when it comes to our line. I do smoke a lot of our TAAs. Um, I'm partial to those. That, you know, I've been heavily involved in the TAA projects for the last seven years, and um, but I tend to smoke more medium in our line. I, I smoke a lot of our Reserva Special line. I've always been a big fan of the 1994, and uh, people that follow me and smoke with me or see what I smoke see that I smoke yeah. those things a lot. Um, so I, I mean, I jump around and smoke our whole line, but that's what I'm generally drawn uh, generally drawn towards. And then for you know other brands, I smoke a lot of Padron. Um, I strangely, I, I like Dominican tobacco. I smoke a lot of, um, a lot of Davidoff products. I, I enjoy it cause it's Dominican tobacco, but it's completely different than completely. what we have. I mean, it's not even on the same, hem, uh, you know, Wouldn't same, think it the same, same country. No. And, um, and then, you know, recently I'd say the last three or four years, uh, I'm, I'm close with Christian Roa and Tom Lazuka. Um, I love Corojo. Oh, so yeah. I just love Corojo. Like the, the Andalusian bull for me. The size is big, but the tobacco is great. So like our 25th anniversary, Corojo wrapper, amazing. Um, and I really like Honduran Corojo. So obviously the Aladino things are great. Um, I'm obviously closer to Christian and Tom. So well, I try to- Well, CLE Corojo is yeah, fire. So, yeah, they're incredible. So I try to smoke their stuff. But I, I tend to, the last year, I've tended to see myself gravitating more towards that body of cigar uh, with LFD and with the other cigars I smoke. So about 15 years ago, Lido did something with Christian Oroa. It was called a face-off where Christian made a La Fleur Dominicana and La Fleur Dominicana made a, at the time, Camacho when they had that brand. Very, very interesting project. And it became, wasn't a collaboration, but it was okay. What's your version of what you would do with this? Uh, I would love to see something like that all these years later. Yeah, it'd be great. I mean, we, we I said, we, we talk about it. Um, I don't know if the time's right now, maybe it something is. in the future. Oh, my um, God. But, you know, we all well, have our- predicate dated. Yeah, we all have our, you know, we all have our own things going on. Um, so I, I don't know if that will work out, but- uh, Do you know if somebody predicated that? Did you guys predicate face-off? We, we, we haven't. It, it hasn't been put on there. Now, it is on- um, we, we submitted all of our SKUs, obviously, to the FDA um, from the beginning of time until the predicate date. Um, so it's in there. Um, so, I mean, it, it was not, I mean, unintentionally it's been submitted. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't intentional to, to not submit it. So we yeah. submitted everything. So it's all there um, if it needs to be. So, yeah, it's something that we could do. It would be a fun project. Um, but, I mean, we, we've had so much going on the last few years in regards to expansion of the factory, the farm. Uh, international growth, uh, focusing, I mean, 99% of our focus during this COVID-19 situation has been the U.S. Um, we, we haven't forgotten about international, but we've got to carry it here first. Um, so we've, we've you know, focused on this right now. Um, you know, as I said, 98, 95% of our business is here in the U.S., as, yeah. as most brands are, but international obviously has a lot of opportunity for growth as well. But where we're at growing, I mean, to go out and do other projects, 
um, a- anything interferes with what you're with what you're doing. So if you have things that are running hot, like we got, you know, we're in a big uh, uh, period of growth in terms of uh, not just sales. Uh, we're at a period of growth internally. Uh, so taking any effort or focus away from anything right now. Uh, when we're focusing on the SKUs we have is, is quite challenging. So, but yeah, no, the, the conversations that happen, Christian brings it up all the time to me, brings it up to Lido. I talked to Lido about it. So uh, they were, they were definitely kicking the tires with the idea and said, whether it, whether it happens or not, it's another thing. It'd be great. Uh, this cigar is great. This is very interesting. This is a spice bomb, mm-hmm. aromatic in the nose, lots of flavor that's there. Do you, did you retrohale this, Jonathan? No, <clears throat> no I'm, I'm good. So on the Maduro version, the retrohale, uh, you know, the, the, the creamy foam on the top of an espresso, retrohaling the Maduro version gives it a creamy finish similar to that espresso. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. When I asked what people wanted, if they gave me any, if they didn't answer immediately like you did, I wanted to smoke the Maduro one that we had. Oh, and I thought you were going the other yeah, way. Yeah, no, I so wanted to I smoke the Maduro. Whichever you so you, want. So you, you, you kind of, you didn't sit there, so I was like, I'll let you have the natural. I, smoking the Maduro, I wish I'd given it to Jonathan to smoke the Maduro. Um, just because of what you've smoked already, it'd be completely different from on your palate. Um, and what's the difference? Uh, well, so this is a Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper. This one's the Maduro version of it. Um, it's just it's just naturally sweeter. It's got a really different flavor from like the retro It is the same wrapper. It's just a Maduro version yep, Maduro of the same version wrapper. Same wrapper, yeah. Okay. And... Um, and uh, the natural is the one that I smoked with my father. It's aggressive. It's and this is this is strength. You still feel the strength, yeah. but the the flavor profile is toned down because you just have you know more aging and fermentation on the wrapper. Um, so this is only the second Maduro I've smoked. I smoked three naturals. The naturals are are ten out of ten. Um, this is yeah, I this give this is like strong. an eight and a half, nine out of ten. Flavor wise, though, appearance on the palate. A lot of times when you get cigars that are super strong, you don't get the subtle nuance. And this is to me. It's a yellow sour patch kid, but you right at the end of the sourness going away. So it's not the first put in where it's really aggressive on the palate. You've sucked on it for a little while. Maybe you've put it down. And you go back to it. That. And that's what it is. It's got that. Are you smoking the natural? Ed Sullivan? No, I just know he's wrong. I could tell by the look on your face. He's never I had a sour patch kid in his there's life. Certainly, there's yes, certainly, there's certainly a level of uh, there's uh, you know I describe that as acid. This is there's an acidic uh, nature on but your in, mouth, but not in an unpleasant way. No, this is, no, this it's is not the like lemon under, juice inside yeah. of a, a an iced tea. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's I don't pleasant. want people to confuse acid with under ferment or under fermentation, where it's, it's green. It's not. It, it, it's that you can get an acid taste on your mouth. Like it, it actually makes your mouth water. Yeah. So we had smoked two. Strong cigars during the last two hours of the regular show that we did this week. Now I'm smoking this one. And I was saying before this, wow, well, I'm, I'm actually okay. Not now so I'm not. Now too I'm far. Not. You've gone too yeah. far. You need snacks. Well, you know what's strange for I me? Need, with I need steak. So with these bigger ring gauge cigars, I've noticed this over the quarantine. I smoke big ring gauges faster. Like I'm already halfway through the cigar and we're only 19 minutes in the show. I'm going to be done with this in under an hour. Um the uh, I don't know why well, I do know why larger ring gauge cigars burn cooler just naturally yeah um, so <laughs> it's not as aggressive on your palate and you don't need to cleanse it as much as you would with a smaller ring gauge cigar so you, I tend to take more time with cigars based off of how it hits my palate this hits my palate smoother so I smoke it quicker now it being a full bodied cigar I definitely feel this more because I've smoked it faster. 
but I, I was smoking a seven by sixty uh, Reserve Especial um, Super Corona the other day. I was done with it in like an hour, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I just smoked a seven by sixty in an hour. I'm like, what was I freaking doing? And I did it a few times, and I kept catching myself. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm smoking it quick. And I was looking at this one here. It was actually when I first lit it up, I was smoking it so quick it started to canoe on the side that I had lit it up on. So I touched it up a little bit and slowed down my smoking. But I tend to smoke big ring gauges faster for some reason. Well, I explain the reasons why I think. Yeah. Dave, I, I hate to bring it up, but you did kind of tease it that uh, Barry was Barry's going to Oh, God. Right. We really have to do this? So it, Barry, it's just, Barry wants to go on a soapbox. No, it's just tonight. a level of COVID stupidity, I call it. Like, and, and, let me rephrase it. COVID, Please do. This COVID is your anger. And this is your online the customer. The online customer, and I, I'm sure people are seeing it on the retail. By, by the way, 99% click the button, so you deal with a small percentage of people. Right, and I'm sure you've seen it in the stores, but everybody has a really short fuse right now. I'm I seeing mean, the opposite. I mean, I, I I had a customer call up the other day because UPS came by his house and they weren't home. And he called me up saying they were home, that his son was there playing PS4. Well, unfortunately, your PS4 age son probably won't be able to sign for the tobacco because he's 21. And he's telling me, oh, I have a 17-room house with four bathrooms. And because of your fucking stupidity, my cigars aren't going to be good when they get here. I'm sorry. I cannot control UPS. And if it takes an extra day because somebody wasn't there or because UPS right now is operating with Christmas level of packages and they can't have a helper because UPS is doing the social distancing. Hell, I got a package coming tomorrow you, on Sunday. UPS never delivers on Sunday. Way better. Slow down. Relax. Things are taking a little bit longer and, and stop taking it out on the person that doesn't have control. We pack it up the day you give the order. We give it to UPS. UPS is experiencing delays. Sir, if you'd oh, like no. to shop at the Salem location, <laughs> I will give you a level of customer service that will blow your mind. Just, just drive. I mean, right that's up. just another. Take the pilgrimage. I think that's just another reason to shop brick and mortar. I mean, mm. you know, I'm what having I mean? the opposite experience. People are almost crying in in happiness that we're open well, and that we serviced them during this whole thing and we stayed open and, and may, we did the curbside. And maybe this guy will be happy to go to his brick and mortar I, and stop buying well, from us. Well, I think at the beginning of this, the first month, everybody was very understanding. And then and it's it's wearing off. It's people. wearing off. Yeah. And yeah. It's wearing on people and it's, it's wearing, wearing off. And then it's a matter of when things are, you know, you start seeing areas getting back. Like I know. I've stayed away from Miami because my building was on lockdown for two months, like complete lockdown. We had a couple cases of COVID in there. So gyms closed, pools closed. You got to stay in your building. You can't bring your girlfriend over or your wife if they don't live there. So it's crazy stuff. So I've looked at that. Why do you been, have an apartment and your wife's not living with you? Well, um, because that's question one. You're living with well, your girlfriend. I, I, I was yeah. using gotcha. that as an example okay. for other people. Like for me, I couldn't have a, a female over. Uh, as a guest. So I'm looking at that. Then I'm like, man, I'm fortunate up in Maine. Now, the governor of Maine has put some stringent lockdowns on. Like I, when I leave today, I'll have to have a 14-day quarantine when I go back into the state of Maine because I left. Really? So, yeah, I'm going to do that, of course. But yeah. anyway. Um, but they but now, that but, yeah, because but, you came to New Hampshire? Yeah, but now yeah. where I'm going with it is now I'm watching for Maine, I'm watching Miami open cigar bars, open restaurants. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't I do this? So now my mood changes. Now I'm like, I'm a little annoyed that, that I can't do this. When everybody was in the same exact same boat. And this is the thing we were talking earlier. Now is your last opportunity in this reset because everybody's un, uh, disembarking right now. Yeah. Slowly at different times. 
But now I'm a little bit jealous. I'm like, man, maybe I wish I was down in Miami right now uh, because I, the, I could leave and I could go to the gym. I could go and do this. Go uh, so, so I think that makes people angry where it's yeah. like, Barry, things are getting back to normal. Where's my package? Then hmm. it's like, wait a minute, because I had it happen to me with a, with a retail. Now, they're understanding. But they said to me, why is my package taking seven days? You guys shipped it out on Tuesday. And I'm like, well... I, I go, there's a pandemic going on. Like, <laughs> I go, maybe it's because of that. I go, and by the way, on the UPS website, and when you get the tracking information, it says that there's delays. So I understand Barry's Barry's frustration, and it is wearing off, And but it hasn't worn off yet. So people do need to understand, just because things are going back or you see something in one area, doesn't mean that a magic wand was waved yeah. and your package just shows yeah, up. Where was, where was the, this guy? California. All right. And then we had I'd a, be mad too. Then we had another guy that ordered cigars at two thirty. It went out at three fifteen. Calls me up at nine a.m. Where's my cigars, uh, sir? You just ordered yesterday. They're on the truck for delivery. Why doesn't he have a tracking number? I, no, he has the tracking number, so he knows where they yeah. are. Yeah, and he goes, "How come I didn't get it yet?" I'm like, "It's nine a.m. They've just began their route. I don't know where on the route you're you are. I should have had it already. You didn't even order them twenty four hours ago." Yeah. So, and that hurt your feelings? No, people just have a short fuse right now. Yeah, and it's it's, it's part of the fatigue, and it, and it's the the uh, slowly transitioning to their mindset's going to have to change on yeah, things because they're transitioning it, back to the way they were before, and it's like, wait a minute, and, and this thing has changed. I, I feel for the guy because the guy might his whole world's crashing upon him, and he's taking it out on you, which is a, which is a mistake because mm-hmm. who the hell are you to you know you, you can somebody, do about right. it? But he, you may berate the lady at the coffee shop. Well, I will say this: I turned over to Ed Santa Maria, who I work with, and I at that point I bitched and moaned that something I ordered five days ago had just shipped. Right. And he goes, you're really going to complain after you just complained about people complaining to yeah, you? So you're like, a hypocrite. I was like, I, yeah. point taken. There's, now, but, now it's about me. But, the few, <laughs> but now I had the short fuse and I'm the most laid back guy and it's 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 changed the way people are society wise. Everybody's angry uh, right now. But you know, I would like to take umbrage to saying that you are the most laid back guy. You are the least laid back guy. I think you misspoke there. Now, Remember 9-11, another crisis, right? Yeah. And that, it was the opposite. It was totally opposite. Everybody was pro-American, and everybody's together, and everybody's looking out for your neighbor, looking out for everybody nice, else. Why did, doors. Why did this one turn well, ugly? You know why? Because this is a very individual situation. 9-11 affected everybody on a patriot- level of patriotism, country, um, you know, everybody, you know, a lot of, most people fly in an airplane or have been on one, so they could easily relate to that. This has become, not become, this was from the very beginning, what you individually can do to stop the spread. Uh, you need to quarantine on your own. You need to stay at home. You need to do, this is, this is a very individual thing. And at the same time, it's very individual because some people get it and have symptoms and some people don't. So this whole situation is very individual um, so I think this is why it's very different because it affects everyone individually rather than the collective. Uh, but it does. At the end of the day, it, it does affect the collective, but it affects the collective on a very individual basis. Yeah, that individual obviously bothered Barry enough because he's been talking about it for two days of this one guy to set you off. Yeah. Maybe there was a whole bu- – and I know there was. There was there a whole was. bunch of he little was the, ones. He was the straw that broke the yeah. camel's back. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I'd be mad too if I lived in California just about everything. Right. 
Yeah, right. you know. the guy lives in California, so, so we, give him a break. We, we feel for you. Everyone yeah. feels for you. Trust <laughs> I, me. I, I, I will say this though: if you're ordering cigars right now and there is a delay, if you're nervous about your cigars, leave a comment. Add a water pillow, and for ninety nine cents. We'll throw a water pillow in with the cigars. It'll help keep them humidified. And if it takes an extra day or two, hopefully it relaxes you a yeah. little bit. Listen, you, it's for retailers, they can't wait till the last second before they're restocking <laughs> their shelves because it's going to take longer. And for consumers, don't wait till you're down to your last one and then wait for it. It was 9 a.m. he wanted them because he was looking for a cigar because yeah. he waited until he, he was on the yeah. last one. Yep. Because if he had three cigars, he wouldn't be freaking out. Sounds like some retailers I do business with. Where's my 700 Maduro? Why does Dave Garofalo at Two Guys have it? Well, he bought 20. Yeah. You, you, and by the way, he bought 20 when he had five left. Yeah. You have zero left, and you bought two. Yeah. Pe- people running out of toilet paper, mm-hmm. freaking out at the end. And I said, well, th- how many toilet papers do you have? And the guy said, one. And I said, you have one roll of toilet paper? <laughs> this is when it started. And I go, what kind of crazy person has one roll of toilet paper? Because eventually you're going to need it if it's not today. But then I just go to a store and get it. You. So nobody's ever going to buy toilet paper by the single roll no. ever again, right? Stop, it's stop not available that. by the single roll at the moment. My God, you crazy bastards. Things are going to change. Uh, what's not going to change is the Flor Dominicana. Business as usual. And, Business uh, as usual. It continued to improve. It said hopefully we, uh, well, our, our retraction we had in some staffing can go back in the other direction here soon. And we uh, we get back to business as usual. All right. When is this coming out? The Flor Dominicana Oro 2020. I, I think you anticipate seeing this uh, by the fall. By the fall. All right. So watch for this. It's a powerhouse. Three days apart. It went from late summer to the fall. Cool. Yeah, we, we had the fall. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get it in 2020 is what they're saying. That's it for us for the after show. We'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.